In November 2019, Thriving Now put on a symposium in Sydney that brought together some of Australia's leading thinkers on neurodiversity in the workplace. This series has been created to capture the perspectives and insights shared on the day to help you grow your enterprise by embracing difference through the employment of people with ADHD and autistic and dyslexic individuals. To find out more about how Thriving Now can help your business benefit from neurodiversity growth, visit thrivingnow.com.au forward slash consulting. And to register your interest for our next event, visit neurodiversitysymposium.com.au forward slash register. Amanda Turnill is the Managing Director of Autocon and an advocate for the rights of people with autism. She is an internationally recognised regulatory and product liability lawyer based in Sydney and she recently retired from the law to spend more time with her two teenage children who are both on the autistic spectrum. Given the background and that so many gifted autistic people struggle to obtain gainful employment due to current social norms rather than technology skills, Amanda is enthusiastic about her leadership position at Autocon. She believes that many other parents of neurodiverse children and adults will have similar stories and will want to know more about Autocon's mission here. Amanda, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Lauren, for inviting us. So, Amanda, you're a passionate advocate about improving the rate of employment for adults on the autistic spectrum. Um, What's your connection with this cause and how big a problem is this? Well, it is really a big problem. I was quite shocked when I did some research into employment for autistic adults and I found that only about 15 to 20% of people are employed if they're on the spectrum. I found that quite disturbing given I've got two teenage autistic children and I started researching how I could help them. My Uh, oldest child is uh, a boy aged 18 and he's looking for employment in the next few years. He's very skilled in IT and I started worrying about where would he find opportunities. So I researched into what we could do in Australia and I came across Autocom which is already operating in Germany throughout Europe, the UK and the US And I thought, why not bring it to Australia? It's time for neurodiversity to be understood and to be seen in the corporate workplace. So it was a problem, I thought, in Australia that needed recognising. And it was a problem I thought I had the time to address. And another thing I wanted to say, Lauren, is that I don't think neurodiversity is treated very well in school. Mm. And that's an area I'd like to get to eventually, but we'll, we'll deal with employment first. But most schools um, have neurotypical children or children who are not um, either on the spectrum or uh, have other neurodiverse characteristics. So teachers don't really understand neurodiversity and it means that um, children like mine struggled through um, school systems. One of them went to five schools, another one went to three, to try and find the right supportive environment And that's what I wanted to do with employment and that's what I think we do at Autocom. We actually support the individuals and and see them for who they are. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting point that you make, particularly around early intervention and what that looks like and and the support uh, that autistic people need. Do do you think that uh, 
we're progressing as a society and do you think schools are changing or do you you know where is it at at the moment from your perspective well I can only obviously speak about the schools my children attended but uh, I did a lot of speaking at those schools to the teachers to the headmaster the headmistresses and I don't think there is a broad understanding of neurodiversity in the majority of schools both of my children found a, a very accepting school at um, the end of their school life. But that took a lot of trial and error, a lot of discussion with people in uh, management and the senior staff. Unfortunately, neurodiverse children will get um, overwhelmed by sensory issues. So if, for example, a, um, a substitute teacher is there, the class may not be well controlled and um, neurodiverse kids might find that uh, much more noisy and find it difficult and then their anxiety will escalate and they could have some type of panic episode and, and that is just not understood in the school system and I want to move to, to have that understood and that there are things that can be done to help children. They're not lazy, they're not um, unmotivated, they're just overwhelmed by the sensory information and of course a lot of these children are intellectually quite gifted they have very high IQs. I know my kids have way higher IQ than I do, but um, you know you need to recognise the talents that those children and adults will have, rather than just focusing on their disability. Do you think um, in the in the corporate world and in business, it, is it a similar thing? There is there the same issues of not actually understanding uh, how to leverage these gifts and how to to help neurodiverse people thrive? Yeah, I, I don't think we're anywhere near where we should be. In the corporate world that I understand, and of course I was, uh, I'm only speaking about law firms and the clients that I dealt with. I was um, a corporate litigation lawyer. Uh, I worked in four different firms over 25 years, so I saw things progress. And I think the area that we saw them progress in is more the mental health issues. So depression, anxiety, um, and things like Are You OK Day? And people could start talking about depression, but certainly five years ago it wasn't at all acceptable. It's now starting to be discussed in the boardroom and I ended up in leadership positions in, in partnership and I've never once heard neurodiversity mentioned. I retired in 2017, so perhaps I'm a little bit out of date, but I, I never heard it mentioned, so it's really time and I'm starting to speak to law firms and many, many corporates, such as insurers, banks, uh, top retail companies, pharmaceutical companies, and they're now starting to recognise that neurodiverse people have something to offer. But I think they feel safer with um, a company like Autocon where we employ the autistic adults, so they are not their employees and we provide them the psychological support. And I think that's where we start, and that's certainly... Um, starting to be discussed. Amanda, a couple of weeks ago you had the opportunity to interview Richard Branson um, and as I understand it, he's an investor in Autocon. Um, can you explain more about his involvement and um, the vision for the enterprise? Absolutely. It was um, a real privilege to be able to interview Richard Branson. Um, I spoke to Sir Richard a couple of weeks ago and uh, he put a fantastic blog post out about Autocon 
and why he was proud to invest. Um, he was one of our earliest investors and um, certainly we do work for uh, the Virgin Companies. And the reason he said he wanted to invest was because he is dyslexic and he understands how difficult it can be in business to be neurodiverse, to be seen as different and to think um, laterally and differently. And he wanted that to be accepted. And he saw what Autocon was doing was very similar to what he did um, with Virgin, so supporting a difference. Um, and he saw it as a win-win for both Autocon and for Virgin to work together and to publicise and, and bring into normality, I guess, the um, skills that neurodiverse people have. So we're proud to be working uh, with Virgin and we want to extend that um, relationship. I also interviewed Lisa Thomas, who is the Chief Brand Officer for Virgin Worldwide. It was exciting she was in Australia with um, Sir Richard. He was doing various um, Virgin activities, like opening <laughs> another gym, um, doing Pilates on the beach. He did a lot of exciting things. And Lisa also talked about how diversity is now so important to have um, a company that isn't just groupthink, it actually you know, looks at different perspectives. So they uh, have a real diverse range of people in the boardroom. And that's something I have never seen and I, I, I hope we will get there, that um, eventually one of the people in management uh, at Autocon Australia will be autistic. We're not there yet, but um, hopefully we will get there. So let's talk a little bit about Autocon, like how is Autocon changing lives for uh, autistic job seekers? And um, can you talk a little bit also about, you know, the brands they're working with and the impact that has both ways, you know, on the brand and for the consultants as well? Yes. Well, Autocon is a social enterprise company. And what that means is it's a business that is intentionally tackling social issues, um, trying to imp improve the um, certain people in the community and what we're trying to do is provide neurodiverse diverse people with access to employment and training. We're actually going to prepare them for a role, not just plonk them in a role, um, as perhaps uh, you, know, you would if you were just hired directly by the company. Um, we're an IT services company uh, and we provide data consulting. Um, we look at business intelligence. We um, mine data for companies. We help them with cybersecurity, so for example, setting up a cybersecurity platform, um, looking at business intelligence, uh, a whole range of um, big data, small data, just different types of analysis and um, um, dealing with uh, computing issues. Software coding uh, on a range of, uh, with a range of programs, so quite diverse. Um, we're a global organisation, but we've just opened in Australia in July um, and we plan to spread across Australia, hopefully, certainly in our sites next year in Melbourne and Perth, and eventually, hopefully, in some countries in the um, Asian, um, our, our Asian neighbours. So that's the plan for down the track. Um, what we want to be seen is a company that works across three different time zones, so Europe, US and now uh, your Asia-Pacific. Um, so, you know, big plans. We're starting small, but hopefully by middle of next year we might have 15 to 20 um, consultants. And so with those, can you talk us a little bit about the journey those consultants kind of uh, 
go through with you and and what they sort of bring to the workplace once they're they're placed somewhere as a consultant? Sure. So what we will do is we will employ the autistic adult who's skilled in technology and we'll employ them after um, going through an interview process but not the traditional interview process. So we don't want them to be um, scared by uh, a face-to-face interview which is typical in most corporate situations. Um, We obviously need to see an email from someone or their CV. We need to know that they're good at IT and they can code in various um, languages. We will then put them through some cognitive tests so they can do that in the comfort of their own home, say a 35-minute test, and they can give us a list of the coding languages uh, they know. And we could speak to them on a platform they're comfortable with. So we could talk to them on Discord or we could do a FaceTime or whatever they feel comfortable with or we can do a, uh, a meet in the office with a support person something like that. When they're on board, we will give them um, training, so trying to get them ready for a corporate environment, Um, talking to them about corporate etiquette, that sort of thing. We even help people with um, their their clothing or a haircut or uh, a trip to work if they need that. We've had um, consultants who need to be, uh, you know, in a taxi to go to work because they feel anxiety in public transport. So whatever the individual needs, we can help them with that. Um, And when they're on board, we have a psychologist who will help them settle in and will also work with our clients, so the corporate, whether it's a bank, an insurer, pharmaceutical company. But our psychologist will work with uh, the corporate to make our, our employees feel happy and safe and give them whatever support they need, like noise-cancelling headphones, like um, sitting in a corner rather than in the middle of an open-plan office, like having low lighting, whatever they need to, you know, the sort of minor adjustments that they need to feel feel comfortable. Um, and they will then be placed in this corporate for a pilot program usually to start with, so three to six months, and then hopefully um, they can either be moved somewhere else if they want to change or that can be that can be continued. So help help every step along the way. And how what has been some of the feedback from corporates uh, who are working with with consultants? Yeah, we've had some fantastic feedback from um, global companies like Allianz, like Siemens, um, like Virgin. Um, we've even worked with um, Fox and with Warner Brothers. We're working with Boeing, and the consistent message we get is that. The work um, is done very quickly. It's a superior quality to some that they've seen before. There's a lot of a lot of lateral thinking. Um, the processing of test cases, for example, is very quick. Um, the focus is very good. There's a lot of error detection that perhaps they don't see with some neurotypical people. So I think they're very pleased. Um, is the general message with the content uh, that the Autocon consultants. Uh, provide and the quality of work and and you and I had the opportunity to kind of speak a little bit before this interview and one thing that um, struck me was also the involvement of staff as well in feeling uh, like you know it kind of brought people together in some way Uh, can you share a little bit about that yeah I think we try to make everyone feel a valued member of the team Um, it's important that 
um, people feel welcome and, and, and they don't have to not be themselves. It's really important, I think, uh, for Autocom to work well, that both neurodiverse and neurotypical people can, can work together and can understand each other's um, you know, foibles and uh, can be individuals. So a lot of the people that um, come to work with us have found it difficult to secure mainstream employment and we want to tap into their potential and produce a, a really good solution for our clients. And I think that's also what Richard Branson said. That's exactly what Virgin want to do. Um, and, and they want to help uh, people on the spectrum, people who are dyslexic, and it's a great solution for both clients and um, for our employees and people on the spectrum, as well as for society, I think. Amanda, if people want to find out more about you or find out more about Autocon, what's the best way for them to reach out and get in touch? Of course. We have a website, um, which is uh, www.autocon.com.au. And uh, there is information. If you go onto that site, you'll see there is information about applying to us. Um, please uh, do reach out, send us an email, um, give us a ring. I think a lot of um, teenagers and young adults now don't use a telephone, so uh, <laughs> sending me an email is absolutely fine. We just want to hear from you. So uh, anyone who is uh, autistic or thinks they could be on the spectrum and uh, they love working with technology. Let us know. Amanda, thanks so much again. Thank you so much, Lauren.